Our scripture today comes from Matthew chapter 2, verses 23 through 28. One Sabbath, he was going through the grain fields, and as they made their way, his disciples began to pluck the heads of the grain. The Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And he said to them, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry and in need of food? How he entered the house of God when Abiathar was high priest and ate the bread of the presence, which is not lawful for any but the priest to eat, and he gave to some of his companions? Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for humankind, and not humankind for the Sabbath. And the Son of Man is Lord, even of the Sabbath. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? Holy God, send your spirit upon us, that as your scripture has been read and your word is proclaimed, we may hear with joy what it is you have to say to us this day. Amen. So last summer during my renewal leave, I went to spend some time in San Diego with my friend Trudy. And Trudy has a golden retriever named Lucy. She's a red golden retriever named Lucy. Isn't that the cutest? Anyway, Lucy's super, super sweet. And one day we took Lucy to the dog beach in Coronado. So first of all, the dog beach is like the best place in the whole wide world. It's amazing. We were there for a couple of hours, and the entire time, we threw a tennis ball into the water, and Lucy would go catch it, get it, retrieve it, whatever, bring it back, and then like shove it into our hands so that we would do it again, and again, and again, and again, over and over for hours. We're not surprised because there's lots of dogs in our area right now. And we tried to get her to stop and rest for a minute. She's not a puppy. She's like 12 or 13, right around there. Sorry, I got to find my notes. But she would not quit. We tried to get her to rest, to sit, to breathe for even just one minute. And the best we got was her sitting in one of our laps just enough to get us really wet and covered in this gross, like, foamy sand. And then she'd be up and at it again. We had to finally leave the beach in order to get her to calm down. And then for the next three days... She hardly moved. And I could just imagine in her little doggy brain thinking, totally worth it, right? <laughs> Today we look at an interesting scripture in the Gospel of Mark, one in which Jesus proclaims to be the Lord of the Sabbath. And Sabbath, a day set aside for rest and worship was and is central to the faith of the Jewish people. The Sabbath is holy, and holy literally means set apart. 
So the Sabbath is a day set apart to rest, but not just to rest, to commune with God. It is a day in which we remember that on the seventh day of creation, God rested. On that seventh day, God stopped creating. And so part of the worship of the Jewish community is to stop creating and therein to emulate God's holy rest. And in the Jewish tradition, there was and there is a whole cadre of things that you are not supposed to do on the Sabbath because those things are considered creating or work of some sort. So if we look carefully at this scripture, we can see that it really isn't about Sabbath at all. It's about rules. It's about the law and the purpose of the law. Now the Pharisees in this particular um, scripture are sitting there watching Jesus. The Pharisees bless them. This story doesn't help us look on them very kindly, and I think we kind of like to point our fingers at them and say, oh, if you only knew. They are very focused in on the law and the letter of the law, and therefore looking at others and seeing the ways that they are breaking the law or violating the law. So in this particular story, what are Jesus and his disciples doing that is breaking the law? What is so bad here? Maybe, I guess, it could be that they're stealing the grain. You know, they're walking through this field that is not their own field, and they're plucking off the grain, heads of grain, and they're eating it. Is that stealing? I mean, stealing would be bad. That would be a bad thing. I would understand why the Pharisees would be like, don't steal except that they're not. In fact, in Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 25, there is the allowance for this. When you enter your neighbor's standing grain, you may pluck heads of grain with your hand, but do not put a sickle to your neighbor's grain. You're allowed to go through and eat what you need to eat from your neighbor's grain. So Jesus' group is being chastised, not because they're stealing, but because the act of plucking the grain is considered work. This is considered work. And that, my friends, is against the rules. That is against the law on the Sabbath. And to us, in our modern day, it probably seems a little nitpicky to zero in on this detail, but at that point in time, that was the aim of the Pharisees, to follow the letter of the law, every dot and tittle. David Loos, pastor and scholar, considers the nature of the Jewish law. Across the Old Testament, the purpose of law is to help us get more out of life by directing us to help our neighbor. It's important to pay attention to both halves of the sentence. Each one of us gets more out of life by looking out for one another. And how does that work? In two ways, says David Loos. First, law establishes order 
and makes it easier to flourish in life. Think of the Ten Commandments. It's really hard to flourish if it's okay to lie and steal and murder. But second, law works best. It achieves its intended purpose only when it's directed to the need of our neighbor. The need of our neighbor. Now, in Mark chapter 3, if we were to just kind of turn the page into the second or the third chapter of Mark, we would see this parallel story to the plucking of the grain. So it's similar but different. Jesus goes to the synagogue and encounters a man with a, with a withered hand. Now, it's the Sabbath. And those that were looking for a reason to accuse and condemn Jesus are watching him very closely to see... It's the Sabbath. Is he going to do anything that is against the law today? So Jesus turns and asks them, which is lawful on the Sabbath? To do good or to do evil? To save a life or to kill? And when he gets no answer, he heals the man's hand. And those who were looking at him to do this very thing were upset. Now, Matt Skinner writes, admittedly, the man was not dying, but his hand was withered. With the restoration of his hand, the man in the synagogue probably also receives back his ability to work in the Galilean economy. In receiving that ability, the man may recover his ability to provide for a family. In other words, we need to avoid seeing the miracle in an ableist vein as an act of merely fixing something that had gone wrong with the man. This event represents a restoration to wholeness and dignity. It means to promote life and human flourishing. It's pretty easy to look at the Pharisees and the ones who sought to accuse Jesus as poor souls who are sadly missing the point. Don't they know, we wonder? Don't they understand that Jesus is doing something so much bigger than what they're comprehending? It's really easy for us thousands of years later to see kind of with clear eyes the life-saving work of Jesus. And what might that look like in our lives? I would submit it looks like the dog beach. Back at the dog beach, I remember watching this one dog totally go after the waves. He could not stand it. He wanted to bite a wave. Imagine. And this pursuit often took him far away from his owners, as the waves, you know, do. They kind of take you, like, to one side or the other, depending on the tide. And this, the owners, they got, like, really upset. They kept going and, like, grabbing him. He was a big dog. And, like, carrying him back. And the dog would immediately and aggressively go back for those waves. And yet... I was watching all of the people around us. No one minded this very determined dog running right through their group, right over their things, 
maybe even knocking over their own dog, they laughed when the owner kept going and picking him up with his legs in the air, wiggling around, trying to get back to the water. Because everybody was watching out. Everyone was delighted in everyone else's delight at Lucy chasing her tennis ball, at this dog aggressively biting the ever elusive wave, at random puppies and dogs coming up for kisses and then running away again. It was true care for neighbor of all species. And in that moment, I felt Sabbath. I pray these have been the words of the Lord for us this day. Amen.